Radio, 9.02 here in the prairies. It should be 11.02, 18 hours in Zambia, wherever you are listening from. My name is Roger uh, here in the, in the prairies. It's, it's been uh, nice and warm. Wakalonde, uh, you were showing me pictures uh, where you are in Montana. It's freezing. Uh, over here we are talking about um, minus, is it minus two? Whether you call T-shirt weather, if you know what I mean. Um, but uh, anyway, that song uh, I played uh, starting there, it is, uh, uh, we are commemorating actually the death of our dear brother, uh, Daniel Somekela. Our brother Somekela died uh, that was, uh, when was that, uh, uh Nathan, when Vaso Mekela died? Today, Tuesday? Was, I think. Today yes, is Saturday. Tuesday. Today is Saturday, yeah. I think yeah. It was, was it Wednesday or Tuesday? Yeah, between yeah. Tuesday, it was early morning in Zanda. He died at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, so, uh, it, it was our our, uh, I wouldn't say regular, but it was part of our people who were uh, very much part of our our, our radio. Uh, he was uh, on the wheelchair. Uh, if, if you, uh, I never met him, uh, but he was a, a, a very much a Dallas person. He was a kawande like me, so every now and then we <laughs> a very controversial kawande. Controversial kawande. This kawande mm-hmm. we have on this radio. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So anyway, I will be taking uh, place uh, as as a radio. I think we've done very well. Uh, uh, the team, those in the uh, background, they've made some contributions. Um, we as under the radio again, we've uh, made a contribution. This was uh, if you talk about a brother in need, nothing. Uh, mm. he, he probably this is a man who you will not expect to do no, uh, anything, but he was a warrior. Yeah. And that is one yes, thing we can say about uh, Daniel. Daniel Somkera, he was uh, a, a warrior. All right, uh, let's check on uh, who is uh, here and just uh, say hello. Um, one of the things I've found those who call on this radio. I'm not sure the humble words, Dr. Patrick, I, should, I can use, uh, but we have these dedicated people, Nathan, who call in every, every Saturday. And sometimes I wonder uh, whether we, we, we thank them enough, whether we do justice with these people. <laughs> they are so committed to this cause. Yeah, so anyway, I, I give you time to say hello. And this is the time I usually forget about Nathan. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> two one four, two one four, two one four. Last four numbers. One one two six. Good morning. It is time for us to connect. Let's connect. Two one four, two one four. Please don't hang up if you don't want to talk. Just keep listening to me. Two one four. Uh, last four numbers. One one two six. Good morning. Okay. Yeah, take it easy. Don't worry. Two to four, two to four. Um, yeah, two to four has come up there. Two to four, two six zero one. Good morning. 
Good morning, Brother Roger. Good morning, my nothing. Yeah, who's on the call? This is Blair in Chicago. Uh, this morning I said, uh, let me support you. Oh, my Glad goodness. Glad to hear about uh, <laughs> our brother. <laughs> this man, Nathan, uh, we talked to him. Was it in September? September in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah it's been a while. But I've been calling him once in a while. I, I listen in. Uh, you know, in noise like your weather there, we're sub-zero. So <laughs> oh. I actually forget this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of Rosa, course, if you don't mind, if you yeah, don't mind, this yeah, is how is that player like on the, yeah, yeah. No, we are well here, uh, hanging in there, pressing yeah. on. But it, uh, I just wanted to pass my condolences to the Dallas community, about uh, our departed brother. Um, we we yeah. really go to rest his soul in peace. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. Um, Thank for. Um, brother and Somekira and uh, yes. for for his life, he had given his life. Uh, um, actually, uh, he was in the wheelchair, but he was uh, like a champion for the people in the wheelchair. You uh, correct uh, uh, wheelchairs sent to Zambia because he understood that problem. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, he understood that problem, and he was a champion for that. Uh, you'll be greatly, greatly, greatly me, uh, missed uh, in that community and in our in our community. The week he died, I don't know what I was doing online. Yeah, he is. And then it just flashed in my mind. I wonder where my brother is. And it's been a while uh, since I talked to him. Then Nathan sent me a, a message. Bakalonde, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Andy. Sorry to Are hear you? that message, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm equally shocked. Uh, I didn't even know until you just mentioned it today. Uh, yeah. If, if I may ask, he died in Zambia or here? In he Zambia. Zambia. Okay. Why the Muktandala? He went there. He was back and forth between Dallas and Lusaka doing projects and stuff like that. And, uh, um, even here in Dallas, once in a while, we're going to the hospital and stuff like that. But I think this time he got sick there and uh, he was trying to come back. But it wasn't, you know, when you, <laughs> if you get the sickness degrades to a certain situation, I don't think uh-huh. even the airline would agree to put you on the flight. That was the situation he was in. Sad. It's very sad. It's very, very sad. Yeah. Mm. Um, in North Carolina, Dr. Patrick, good morning. Uncle Laney, um, I'm, I'm, I'm real saddened about our brother Daniel. It's uh, condolences go out to to the family of Daniel, as, as well as um, just something to share with um, Daniel's family is that it was because of Daniel that we always talk about um, handicapped individuals or uh, yes. physically cha- challenged people. And exactly. Every time we, we start a project in Zambia or think about starting a project in Zambia, we always mention, well, what are we doing for the um, 
physically challenged or the the handicapped or disabled. And it's because of Daniel uh, that's first and foremost in our minds when we undertake a project. So uh, uh, to Daniel's family, just let them know and, and let you know that Daniel will always be in our hearts and our minds every time a project come up. It'll be Daniel speaking through us about uh, about um, uh, addressing and including um, uh, these projects and these advantages in 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 Zambia. So, Brother Daniel, we'll always remember you, and whatever we do, we'll have you in our heart and mind. So, I miss you, brother. Well said, Dr. Patrick. Um, you really pushed uh, this issue. I think even uh, in uh, in Dallas, uh, whatever we were planning, you were saying, uh, don't forget the disabled, don't forget the disabled, don't forget the disabled. Um, Brother uh, Daniel was there. Each, each time he was reminding us, if we wanted to make a quick one on the radio, he was there to uh, to remind us. Thank you, Dr. Patrick, uh, again, for this uh, a role you continue to play on our on our radio. Two one nine two one nine zero six forty five. Good morning. Oh morning Roger. This is Noah. I'm using a different line this morning. Okay. Today you you are playing uh, FBI or is it CIA? Oh yeah, no, it's actually undercover boy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so, I thought so. How, how are you, uh, Noah, otherwise? Uh, Indiana is good. It's just the cold weather. We haven't. We had some snow on Thursday, but at least yeah. we are, I think, in the single digit this morning. Yes. It's very, very cold, so at least I'm just indoors. But other than that, we yeah. are doing good. Yamakalonde and I share. We're supposed to be sharing some uh, same weather, but I don't know why it's in the frigid north and... Uh, I'm here laughing with a T-shirt uh, outside. Uh, Brother Noel in in um, in New York, the man is uh, dying to go to Zambia. Uh, we, we are not sure. <laughs> How are you, Brother Noel? Okay, if you are talking, we are not hearing you. Okay. When you come back, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. we we'll talk to to you, brother Daniel in Pennsylvania. But say, where are you? Ah, uh, good morning, brother Roger. Uh, thank you for uh, allowing me. And I uh, just wanted to, you know, great show by the way uh, with uh, uh, Andrew, and he's very uh, smart young man. And uh, it was. Uh, it made my 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 morning to listen to him, and yeah. um, I just would like to add on uh, Dr. Patrick's about Daniel. Daniel was a very interesting uh, person. He was in a wheelchair, but uh, Daniel was uh, well read. He read a lot of things. And I was hoping one day I'll meet Daniel. I was asking Daniel come up with something, quote someone. I was hoping he reminded me. Sometimes something's wrong somewhere, you know. 
in, in, in what regard I didn't hear every everything in uh, uh some, something wrong with the phone. Can you please fix it? Okay. I are you I, are you hearing me when I when I speak? Yes, I I have I can hear you but not all the time. Sometimes I can't hear you. Oh my god. Okay, so we are having a very uh, interesting then if if it's cutting like uh, you you were talking and it was cutting uh then we I I, I don't know. Um uh okay, let, let me just do uh a short song. I'll drop and then I'll call again. Uh Nathan, you, you, are you are you with us here? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, I think. That's um, fine. I'm, I'm not losing you uh, at all. It is just as regular oh, as every day. You are fine, no. Roger. I think you are just fine. It's it's, it's going on yes. here and there. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, now probably Dr. Musanje and uh, uh, those some of those phones which are yeah. No, right, so, right now, Blair, okay. what is a? Uh, we, we have a small segment here where we, we just say what is uh, on your mind. Since you've been uh, missing, uh, what, 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 share with us what has been uh, uh, happening. What, what is really what you have been uh, uh, thinking thinking about uh, um, on uh, on top of the hour. We'll talk just a little bit. Uh, Oh, by the way, Dr. Patrick, before I go to Abre, uh, Dr. Patrick, I know you are not on Facebook. Dr. Patrick, um, I've got some good news to share with you. So when we go to ease of doing business, I, I, I want to share that. that uh, good. Uh, there is, uh, if, if people remember on this radio, I announced one time I started a group uh, on Facebook. Um, uh, about goat uh, goat rearing, Doctor Patrick, uh, goat farming. Do you remember that? Yes, yes, I do. That group, Doctor Patrick, has grown to ten thousand members. Ten thousand wow. members. Outstanding. I know. Outstanding. I know. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So something big is it's 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 coming, and uh, yeah. people here uh, complain. Oh, this radio we just talk uh, 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 audio file. Something is is brewing, and I've been researching back around uh, things you can do with people in a group like that if you've brought them together. Uh, what you do, and uh, some of them were inbox. Uh, they, they inbox me what time I sleep because I have to find content. To put uh, to put in there, on average per day, Dr. Patrick, we are having about 100 members joining, uh, requesting to join. So I don't know if it was a, a nice title, uh, like Nathan would tell me, uh, these are revelations. You know, it was a nice title. It was what? But we have about 100 people that join almost on a daily basis. Um, uh, that group. But uh, Dr. Patrick, you have to play a very big role how we are going to organize those people, uh, where we go with it, because they are hungry. Uh, they are coming for some information. They are coming for something uh, in, in that group. So I don't know what to I'd, do with them. Yeah. I'd be honored. I'd be honored too. Of, of course. Of course. Of course. Okay. 
Keeping up, is, is you're hearing me, me okay, right? Yes, yes, you you okay. excellent. Yeah, so thank you so much for soldiering on and keeping this platform alive. Um, I know it's been a while since we met in September. In fact, uh, uh, Brother Nathan and I have been talking. We we want to see you in Chicago <laughs> sometime in September. Yes. So we're we're making plans for that, trying to make sure that. Uh, you you find it nice and warm in Chicago at least in September. I won't be sub zero, but uh, I'm so glad to hear. <laughs> so glad to hear because last time we talked about um, building numbers and uh, doing something tangible with with ourselves. So what you're doing with the goats that's uh, a very very nice progress, and uh, we look forward to more of those efforts uh, coming to fruition in uh, in the near future. So what's been on my mind is essentially that the database that we, we, we talked about, trying to find out what our strength is in, in the Zambian diaspora. Uh, in, the, in the earlier segment, we, we talked about, uh, we talked to Andrew. You guys talked to Andrew and we listened. And he explained a whole bunch of things about this challenge with the coronavirus that our, our, our countrymen and women are facing, the students in, in China. And um, the one thing, when he mentioned that um, the DRC, Congo, has evacuated all their, their students in China, and I, I tried to look into that a little, and what, I, what it's pointing to, it's actually Congolese people outside Congo who facilitated for the evacuation. So I'm praying that one day um, we also, as Zambians, because you know, the government of Zambia is really, um, I don't want to say it's overwhelmed. Probably is, a, is, a, is the right way to put it. I was in Zambia last December, and when you look at the needs just in Zambia, the government has its hands full. So for some of these things, um, we as the citizens of Zambia are part of the government. We should not just be looking to the government all the time. There are things that we as uh, citizens who are part of the nation of Zambia can do with our finances, with our resources, especially when we come in numbers like uh, doing with the goats. So imagine on your group if somebody just donated a dollar each, it would make again evacuating our students from China happen like that. So I'm praying for, and I know that's what we are all working on, with uh, Zanja Blog Radio, with Zanus, with uh, all these associations that we have in, in the diaspora. We're trying to make sure that we, first of all, know each other. And then once we know each other, we know what each brings to the table. Sometimes it's just information, like Andrew was saying. You know, the process yeah. at the airport, sharing of things, you know, that's a no-no. Somebody here would have told you, you know, you don't do that. So... Uh, it's things like that, and we need to just put this structure in place so that when we when we see something, we can communicate it to to our brothers, especially back home. Um, you know how to do things better, the best practices that we we learn, mm-hmm. and uh, even uh, the resources that are needed to make sure that these things are executed. So I, I look forward to September when you be in Chicago, 
And I'm sure at that time our, our database will have grown. We'll know who's in agriculture. We know who's in the medical field. We know who's in the banking. So that when we start, you know, building these plans or these projects, these action items, we'll have the resources to, to implement them and to to bear fruit, especially back home. So that's what's been on my mind. And uh, we're yeah. working, you know, like a yeah. duck. Come on the outside, yeah. we're pedaling down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Um, Roger. Yeah, Roger. Anyway, Roger, if if possible, let's see how many passports can be gotten by the goat farmers for a future conference in the United States. And I'm thinking about uh, if this is done and we can bring a, a lot of goat farmers into the United States, we can bring um, experts uh, goat farmers here in the United States, and we can share plans and ideas. So, um, uh, initiate the the process of getting our Zambian brothers, goat farmers, to get their passport. Oh, that's huge, Doctor Patrick. I like that. I like that. Okay, uh, so that was the the program for today. Uh, that is the end of Zambia Block Talk Radio this morning. Uh, we can all go uh, because I'm going to have announcements to make in my good farm. That's huge, Dr. Patrick. <laughs> That's huge. Uh, that, that is big. That, that is uh, big. So w- what we're going to say to the team is that uh, we are trying to organize uh, a trip uh, uh, to, to uh, the United States. And uh, yeah, that is big. Yeah, that, that is that, that, that is big. Thank you, Doctor Patrick, for, for for that. Roger. Uh, so once we, we are done, I'm going to make uh, that uh, announcement because my, my thinking is that out of ten thousand um, uh, members, even if hundred came, ten I don't know if have, it's one percent, two percent came. A hundred came. That that would be a huge success, and you can build from there. Uh, the thinking, Dr. Patrick, is that we can probably um, uh, train about a thousand of farmers who can begin to raise uh, no less than a thousand goats uh, in Zambia. Then we can be on the map. Um, and it could be again. Nothing. All these come from. Yeah. Go ahead, and it could be, and it could be train the trainers, the the, train the trainer. individuals. Yes. Yeah, the individuals that that travel to the United States, they will be trainers, and they in turn, when they return to Zambia, can train other goat farmers. <laughs> can I ask you a question? Go ahead, Doctor Cullen. Are you sure? They are expert goat farmers in the U.S. Or they are expert goat farmers in South Africa that can train people better than the U.S. Just coming to the U.S. is not enough. Goat farming is not a a U.S. preview. That is, uh, that farming is done in other countries better than they do here in the U.S. So, 
just bringing them here to come and learn about the uh, <coughs> excuse me it, it will be that a pussy, Dr. Kalote. You don't think? Uh, we have uh, some big ranches yeah. of good, uh, good families yeah. in uh, Texas. Huge. Yes, there are, some, there, are, there are large goat farming um, um, ranches in the United States. And the reason why I mention yeah. the United States the reason why I mention the United States is because we're in the United States. Now, if there are some individuals that would like to organize a similar um, um, training in South Africa or another country, that'd be great as well. Yeah. Uh, our, our, our last meeting in September, we wanted to bring some farmers. Uh, Brother Timpa had already organized uh, uh, a tour to tour goat farms uh, in, uh, in, in, in Texas. Well, one of the things that we can take advantage of, it is um, uh, training of good, good practices. If you train, in my view, at a high level, um, in, 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 for instance, in Africa, Ethiopia is the largest uh, uh, producer of uh, goat meat, but the way they do things, ah, uh-uh. you, you, you probably are not going to eat that goat. So our, our farmers, if they are uh, exposed to high-level training, even when they go back home, they reduce a little bit. At least they know they are talking. But but we understand your your point. We, we understand. Exactly, we exactly. If, if we were to exactly, if we were to do within the United States, we would open up our welcoming arms to goat farmers from South Africa or Ethiopia, and they can come too. They could provide some of the training, share their experiences with us as well. I think I think there is need to to do uh, some kind of research to find out what goat farming is in the U.S. and goat farming is in other countries. Uh, you, when you're talking about farming uh, or ranching here, uh, I would, if at all we're talking about sheep, yes, but the, the goat, regular goats, that is something that is very, very rare in our society here. If you look at it very closely. Okay. No, definitely. Just just an additional, just just an additional thought along those lines. Another, another reason why the United States is a good idea is because when we talk about meat, and Roger alluded to it, but with respect to meats, the Department of Agriculture has standards with regards to meat. And it could be goat, sheep, um, cattle, et cetera, et cetera. And we would need their their ex- expertise as well. So we would engage them. And, again, as I said, uh, we can um, invite uh, goat farmers and goat herders from other countries to participate in this train-to-trainer activity. Uh, Roger, can I come in? Uh, yes, go ahead. Yeah, uh, just to add on, uh, I think the, the thing you're discussing, uh, why in the United States uh, 
again, uh, I'll go back. Uh, last last week, I made a first trip to Wisconsin, and uh, with a friend, we delivered tobacco. And uh, he was saying about uh, the the seed that came in is a different seed. And he was saying about uh, Wisconsin uh, uh, tobacco. Then I asked him, uh, because he has been growing tobacco, I said, are you calling Wisconsin tobacco just because it's tobacco or what? No, no, no. He said it's a seed. And the seed was developed by the university there uh, in, uh, in Wisconsin. The university developed the seed. Then it gave to the farmers. And if you see the, the way they were doing about it, they had to take all the measurements. Every load that comes in, they have to take the measurements. They have to make sure that everything clean. And uh, about goats, I think it, maybe Dr. Patrick mentioned about, uh, uh, and uh, I'm glad you said, uh, Dr. Patrick, you need him in there, and uh, you, you spearhead in the right direction. And uh, I think one time we were talking about rice, and Dr. Patrick is the one who said, you know, in America, they like uh, longer grain, rice, and, uh, you know, when it comes to America, if, it, if the market is there, then you'll see it, you know. The reason they, I mean, they're very good on, on goats, and I've gotten some very good information uh, about how to raise goats, you know. There's some Africans who have come here and tried to raise goats but because of the weather, but there's Americans who are raising goats here. They're very... I mean, it will blow your mind because they use goats to control wheat. You know? Yeah. So exactly. don't under, uh, underestimate uh, the knowledge you get from uh, this place. Exactly. Um, there's a story, let's uh, uh, say, uh, here in Edmonton, uh, how they are controlling wheat, uh, uh, wheat with, uh, with goats. I, I, yeah. I, I saw that story as well. Yeah. Yeah, so we work together with our professor, our right. researcher, our, our Karonde, to, right. to help us uh, so that we can... Bakalamba, just a, uh-huh. a simple search, a simple search for goat farming. I would rather we take Americans to go and study goat farming in Africa. Uh, just a simple search. There is more goat uh, in Africa than in America and large goat farming in South Africa. Just a simple stage, North Africa, China, I mean, Asia has 5.1 billion. Africa has 291 billion. America has only three billion, and if you look at goat three, farming, three, America has three billion. Billion with a B. Yes. Because, oh, that's a lot. Because the Americans they don't like goat meat. And that's how why. many? How many does Africa have? Two hundred ninety-one billion. Two hundred ninety-one billion. It will be a different story. Pardon me. If American uh, likes goat meat, it would be a different story. If we do yeah, pigs, the, if we do chicken, then you're talking different story because American loves uh, pig and love chicken. We, I mean, there's more chicken here than uh, in Africa. There's more pigs uh, here in. Uh, yeah, but that's why I'm talking about goat farming. Goat farming is otherwise. 
No, that's because America is around. You know, oh, the, dead, the, dead, the, the dead Americans, the black like Scotland, will be talking. Those gentlemen are details. We we take what Wakalonde has presented uh, on, on on the table and uh, uh, what is in our in our months. Let's do some uh, research. Um, the the American element uh, in my view will arouse a lot of interest. A lot, a lot of people want to visit America for one, for sure. So it will really cement. So at the end of the day, if we can find a, a very good farm um, uh, as a country, it is a, a not a, a not a well known uh, practice good farming, but I'm sure. Out of those two billion goats you are talking about, there would be some good, good ranchers we can uh, uh, visit. Uh, those two elements, if we just put them together, um, going back uh, to Africa, I think we will have a much, much stronger team. That's what I, I, I think. Uh, it's time you, you, you mention people, United States of America, uh, people get interested. That's a fact. So we'll see, yes. Mr. Cameron. You are going to help us. You are going to help us. And when we reach that conclusion, we'll talk, Dr. Patrick and I, you, yourself, but the way, uh, probably maybe choose another country. But like Dr. Patrick said, it's because we, the organizers, are here. It is much easier for us to organize people to come, to come and see our friends, rather than all of us go to Turkey all of us go to Australia, where they are huge, and we are meeting people for the first time. So at least we, the hosts, are here in North America. We, the hosts, are here. It will be much, much easier to organize uh, to organize a trip. And then from there, we can probably start bouncing to other experienced countries. Okay. Um, Brother Blair was talking about... Um, 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 a database. Uh, uh, this is one thing, Brother Blair, we really need to to work on um, because uh, what I'm seeing on online. Uh, the other day was uh, was it Makalonde? No, that was Musaba. He sent me a brother in from Ghana. Uh, he's in Australia. He has uh, the same complaint. He's talking about other communities, the Asian community, how they're coming together, they are working. The other day I saw another guy from Leeds in the UK. He's also complaining. And those are people online. And then there is us who complain every day. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, my thinking, Brother Blair, what I'm trying to think, is that uh, if we can reach even the first hundred in, a, in, in, in our database, um, probably they even make a serious commitment, $10 per month. It starts to go a nice, well-done database, well, um, uh, as in uh, transparency, everything. Someone can see their name, they can see their contribution, they can see their, their money. Let's build something by the player. Eh, brother no, let's build something. Uh, in my view, we should not even wait for September. Can we do something which we can uh, launch 
maybe in either March or April, we launch it. Over to you, Brother Blair. What do you think? Yeah, that's a good idea. So part of uh, uh, the challenge is, of course, uh, what platform to host it on. And we've been looking at uh, options using um, a Google group or uh, LinkedIn uh, group. So I, I talked to this uh, brother from Zimbabwe with Afridata who I met, and I was talking to him. He has uh, the platform, but, of course, it will require money, like uh, like you're saying. So if we can get um, to use that platform, we, we could probably go that route, but everybody who joins has to understand that they have to make a monthly contribution to, to, to sustain the, the, the database. So that's been uh, part of uh, what we've been uh, trying to, to, to gain consensus on, what platform to host it on and what are the reasons why. Because the moment you ask people to pay, then, uh, of course, there's uh, the transparency part and there's also the how sustainable is it. Because we don't want right. to have 100 people at the beginning, then end up with 10 people uh, six months down the road. So I explored uh, LinkedIn, which is what I've been using. So every Zambian that I see on LinkedIn, I try and connect with them. And we've been, because that actually has your profile, what you do, it's already done. So I, I thought that might be the best route. But then as far as uh, where we concentrated to that being a searchable thing. So, for example, if you want to find how many doctors are in the, in the medical field of Zambian descent in Canada, you should be able to go on that platform and search and you should be able to see everybody. So it's just a bit of tweaking that might be needed. And um, LinkedIn is trying to to entice everybody to get on the premium side where the, those features are, are accessible. But uh, I, I agree with you. This is an imperative because uh, we, we've been talking about this and we, we just need to agree on uh, how it's going to be hosted and uh, who's committing uh, to stay on there in a sustainable manner because uh, we don't want to start something that fizzes off. So those are the questions I've been asking uh, the experts that I know so far. Yeah. My thinking is that we can be making progression. Uh, one thing is, is that you've said it most of the times. We, we, we've talked quite a bit. Uh, Zambia Block Talk Radio has been on the radio for uh, 10 years. Imagine if we were adding to that uh, database just 10 people every month. Just 10. Just 10. And uh, where could we be uh, today? So uh, if you're starting, we mean uh, two people, three people, we start, uh, we give ourselves uh, um, a task of convincing at least about five people every month. Um, in the beginning, Brother Blair, in the beginning, we are not going to look much. But you watch, and Dr. Patrick is here to, to, to support me, you watch and at the end of the year, when that group, reaches a thousand people and we are collecting ten thousand a month you watch how much interest it's going to have so it's going to be shaky of course yes it's going to be shaky when starting don't be let's not be discouraged but all i'm saying i was even telling uh noah the other day noah remember let's do something gentlemen let's start just something 
a very nice, simple uh, database where someone can see their money has been deducted from either the bank account or from their credit card. Everyone can see it, or here it is. It hasn't gone anywhere, but it's going in the group, and the, uh, the group amount is accumulating. Let that baby start to grow, Brother Blair. Let that baby start to grow. You will see the interest. You will see the interest. But for now, let's push ourselves to have something. Let, let's start yeah. something. Yes. On it. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Okay, you, you you are welcome, and uh, I'll be I, I would definitely be with you. Um, Noah, Noah, you are the the chairman here. Uh, anything on your mind, Noah? Or was it Wakalonde is on top here? Wakalonde, what is happening in your mind? Because I've got a lot. Nothing at the at the moment. Okay. Are you talking about uh, the NS? Okay. Uh, is this Kelvin? Kelvin, good morning. Roger, your your reception is very, very poor. Um, I don't know if everybody else is experiencing what I'm experiencing. There's a huge break. Yeah, uh, it's just today, because even you, uh, I can barely hear you. So... Uh, PF is not my cup of tea. People know that. 
So we are very suspicious of what they are trying to do. We hope this does not lead to the arrest of the, the opposition leader. I hope not, because uh, uh, the sentiments the president has been giving uh, is sounding like the, the PF, already they've started the PF blaming uh, HH for, for these things. So we hope it does not go that route. I hope not. Um, but it's true. This has been uh, gassing. A lot of people are keeping their kids uh, out of school. Uh, so they are, people are throwing gas, gases, uh, and during the day, not at night, during the day. So we hope that uh, our government will bring this, and we hope they are, they are going to have any intention uh, to uh, start harassing uh, the, the opposition. We hope that is not the case. Yeah. I have something on my mind, Roger. Go, go ahead, uh, Rasad. Go ahead. What I had initially has changed after my <laughs> con our conversation with Andrew. This is what yes. Andrew says I should tell everybody. He says, you, you cannot understand what it is to be under lockdown for three weeks. For him to be on the radio was like being in therapy having a conversation with like, what do you do, a psychologist, expert or something like that. He said he cannot remember the last time he sat with a group of people to talk. For him, it was therapeutic. That's what he said. So that's I huge. think that's, that's huge. And secondly, Babla has shared a very critical piece of information concerning the evacuation of the Congolese student out of China, that it was done by the, the Congolese diaspora. Uh, that is a critical piece of information. I'll include it in my communication with the embassy in Beijing. That's what's on my mind. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, but when you, you, you communicate to them, if I was at the embassy, I would say to you, Nathan, I say, you see, your friends uh, who are non-government people have done something. What are you doing about it? You, you the guys who are uh, in North America and stuff like that. I'll probably throw it back to you. Uh, you no, the point is, yes, I mm. get you. You see, the point is Andrew has given us some good information to say it's better this is coordinated by the embassy than a student. You see my point? Mm -hmm. uh, no, has a challenge that how can we work together to make this happen? Would like to buy masks, would like to do this and send these things to you. You know, that's a challenge to them. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, we keep going, we keep going, Dr. Patrick, did you have anything to share with us? Uh, uh, I don't know if your mind has been spinning as we were talking. I just would like to um, congratulate you and Nathan uh, for bringing Andrew onto the show. It's, <laughs> uh, I don't know if there are many, maybe... You can count on one hand and even less than that who has brought 
an individual, a person on site in China to exchange the thoughts and the occurrences that are going on. So kudos to you, Zambia Block Talk Radio. Outstanding, outstanding work. Okay, yeah, no, thank you, Dr. Patrick. Uh, the young man, Andrew, has done some uh, good work, Dr. Patrick. Uh, he managed to do a video out of China and sent it on uh, YouTube. Uh, that is uh, one we, we shared uh, on the social media. Uh, so the, the, the young man has, has really been, uh, been, been pushing. So we, we hope something uh, works out from, from that angle. Um, Kelvin, are you – where is Kelvin now? Uh, let, let me see if he's, he's mic. Hello, Kelvin. Are you as your phone? Hey, Roger. Hey, Roger. I, I can hear you uh, loud and clear now. I don't know what happened. <laughs> phone was sounding like uh, the, the world. <laughs> uh, Everything bad you said about my line was coming from your, your, your line. So just take those words, swallow them, and drink some water on top of it. That's that's so you're going yeah, yeah. you're you're going to like, do. I guess I guess uh, I need to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, so good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Oh, not too bad. Long time. Yeah, I missed you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, uh, uh, good uh, to uh, hear f- from you. Uh, another number here, three one seven, three one seven. Last four numbers, one five four two. Is this the Manhanda? Long time, Manan. No, this is Lillian. I'm sorry. This is Lillian. Miss Lillian, where are you going from? Um, Indiana. From where Manhanda is, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know Manhanda, huh? Yes, uh, I do. Mm. Oh yeah. Good to have you, Miss Lillian. Uh, it's been a, mm-hmm. a while. Indiana sometimes, uh, where is uh, uh, Chairman Noah here? Comes yeah. alive we are every now and then. We have uh, a lot of uh, people come from there. So we appreciate yeah, you. you, you uh, usually, mm-hmm. I, I send out an invitation to my people here so that at least they could yeah. be on the show. So, yeah, so that's why Indiana is always beating everyone. <laughs> you, 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 you are wonderful. So we talked about uh, the, the gassing in, uh, in, in, in Zambia that was uh, on the mind of. So we hope the, this does not lead to uh, the, our Zambian government can just do its work and uh, doesn't um, uh, bring more confusion. Um, quite a lot of stuff happening in our country. Uh, we are also asking the um, preparedness of our government. Uh, why up to today they have not issued any uh, warnings about the corona uh, virus. Uh, so we, we, we don't really know what is uh, happening there. Uh, but we are urging our government to, uh, at a minimum, uh, give the, the people of Zambia uh, some, some precaution information, for, for taking precaution. Uh, the, if coronavirus, anyone is attacked, uh, I'm surprised uh, America is recording 15. Uh, is it 15? Uh, Europe, I don't know what number. And up to this time, Africa has not recorded a single case. Uh, unbelievable. And, 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 unbelievable. So we are hoping... No, I think, uh, Roger, Roger, I yeah, think we have, some, 
bad news to share. Africa has actually recorded one. It's in Egypt. There is one. It's a, a person was diagnosed with a condition, but there's mm-hmm. no death. But unfortunately, uh, it has actually entered Africa. And then I've also heard some reports that there were some flu-like symptoms sort of uh, linked to the coronavirus in Botswana, but it hasn't officially been sort of declared. But right now, the Egyptian government has uh, recorded there's uh, one case of the, the virus. And the surprising thing about uh, Africa, only two countries can test, can test this um, uh, virus. That is Senegal and South Africa. Only two countries uh, can do uh, this. <clears throat> Again, World uh, Health Organization has uh, listed 13 countries which are most at risk of catching this virus. 13 countries in, in Africa, and Zambia included, because of the high traffic we have uh, with, uh, with China. Uh, and yet, uh, there are only two countries. So if they suspect you have this virus, I don't know if they quarantine you, they'll put you in the lock and send the sample to uh, South Africa. I am not sure. But uh, that is the state of affairs uh, mm. in, 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 that, in that regard. But we, we hope it doesn't go uh, any further than this. Uh, Brother Noel, your phone was uh, acting up or something wasn't opening or I don't know what is happening to you. Good morning. Okay, we'll leave your phone alone. We'll, we'll leave it uh, alone. Um, you, 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 you are breaking up, Roger. I can't hear you, but I think I Okay, so there are phones. But I can. Uh, it could be your phone because uh, a lot of people are saying uh, I, I am okay. So it could be uh, your, your your phone. Uh, no, I think it's your line, Roger. Even me, it's breaking up here. I can hear some things you're saying and other things I cannot. Oh, yeah? You know, uh, okay, now and I there can is hear a distortion. you. Now, now I can hear yeah, you. Yeah, it is extortion. Yeah. It's just a now, 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 now I can hear you. Yeah, I apologize. It's just a... A, 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 a bad day. Just a bad day. Okay, okay, okay. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, brother. Good morning. No, no, no. It's, it's not morning anymore, okay? Don't come late to the show. <laughs> no. It depends on what part of the world you are. You're in New York. It's 12 yeah. o'clock. I was saying good morning to, to people who are in on China. <laughs> Is that a midnight there? Yeah, it's midnight. Every year, no, um, midnight. the World Bank uh, produces uh, a report, um, the ease of doing business. Every year, the World Bank produces a list, um, of a, a report, the ease of doing business. It ranks all the countries of the world. Um, how easy is it to do business in a given in a given country? All fifty-four countries of Africa rank at the bottom. I repeat, 
all 54 countries of Africa rank at the bottom. So it cannot be Lungu's problem or Kenyatta's problem or, or Ghana's problem or Senegal, Egypt. All 54 countries are grouped at the bottom of easy, easy of doing business. Question, gentlemen, what is uh, happening? How come we cannot do business, make it easy to do business in, uh, in, in, in Africa? Who, who, who wants to have a goal? Why are we, are, are we at the bottom as a continent? Uh, uh, I don't know which term to use in, 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 in English, but in Bemba will probably say, we should have to fear are they just uh, being unfair to us by World Bank? All of us, 50 of, of us, easy of yeah. doing business, we rank the last. What is happening? Who wants to have a go? Who wants to have a guess? Wow. I, I can comment on one aspect right. of it. Okay. Uh, one aspect. Uh, Roger? Mm-hmm. I can hear you. Yeah. I can comment on one aspect of it. Uh, mm-hmm. When you talk about the ease of doing business, mm-hmm. you are talking about the, uh, the flow of economic resources between trading partners. And uh, when it comes to African countries, a bigger, a bigger deficit is um, the um, credit unworthiness. Uh, credit unworthiness. It's a, it's a very big, big issue because uh, most of uh, uh, trade takes place using some form of credit. So because most African countries are not that credit worthy or enterprises and individuals within those respective economies, uh, they don't have credit, so there, there's a bit of the difficulty to, to, to kind of fund business activities freely because of the, credit, the missing credit facility that fuels uh, a business in the Western capital, uh, capitalist market. So I think uh, we trade mostly using cash, and uh, uh, it is always, always very difficult. You're going to fall behind if you are going to just work on a cash basis uh, and you have to work on an accrual basis. So it's a credit issue. It's a credit issue in part. Mm, I like that. Uh, when we talk about ease of doing business, uh, we are probably talking about um, how easy is it for you to, to open a bank account in Zambia? How easy is it for you to open a company? How long does it take for you to open a, a company? How easy is it for you to clear your goods when you bring the goods in Zambia, they're coming from China how, or, or any other country? How easy is it for you to, to do that? Yeah, so so those are the main areas we are, we, we are looking at. So why is the entire continent at the bottom? The entire could have known could have said is that empty something something. But it's the entire continent. Why? I know. That, that's a good one, brother Roger. So Roger, since it's the entire continent, then it goes to say 
we have a lot of similarities of what is prevailing in all the 54, 55 countries, whichever the number is. I'll make reference to Julia, to Malema's uh, video clip. I don't know how many of you saw that. When he was asked by a journalist what he thinks about Saudi, African Union, and all those economic blocks or whatever they are in Africa, his answer was there is no such thing as Saudic, AU. He used the expression that Blair, those are gentlemen's clubs. That's Malema. He says all they do is get together, have a good time. Nobody, uh, what's the word? Nobody says, hey guys, we can do better in this area. Hey, why aren't you having fair elections in your country? Hey, why aren't you this? Malema says it's a gentleman's club. That's what he said. All those regional or whatever. So there's no political will. In simple terms, that's my contribution, Roger. They are just, I mean, I don't know what we can point to that has worked. Uh, what's his name? Noel here gave us an example. Uh, when he tried, was it flying to Ethiopia? There's no direct flight between. How did, when he was, who was that? Alam. When he was trying to fly to Kinshasa, you remember what he said? He yes, had to go yes. to Ethiopia, then yes. went to Kinshasa. A neighboring country, you can't fly directly to a neighboring country. I know it's somebody is going to argue that. To seven hours. Yeah. I know somebody is going to argue and say, well, you don't just necessarily put the flight, there has to be traffic. Of course, there's no traffic because the, the conditions or what you call it, there's no economic activity. There will be traffic if there is economic activity. So those are some of the things. That's what I'll say. I like Roger. that. Roger. I like that. I think, uh, somebody else, I think, throw, throw, throw it. Uh, yeah. uh, why the entire continent? We are, we, we are down, and some of the solutions we are. We will we, 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 we reach the, the solutions, but why right. the entire right. continent? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, uh, Kelvin. Yeah. No, I think you, you enumerate uh, the requirements uh, very well. And I was going to um, uh, uh, tell Dr. Casonso that I think this is where our mind should shift, right? Not, not first of all, the bigger picture of access to credit you know, and, and things like that. I think we need to look at what is the process from uh, um, applying to register a business to obtaining a tax ID uh, to opening a bank account you know, uh, to ordering stuff, uh, say, from uh, from China, how long is it taking, how long is it going to take you to clear those things? That is the process we need to nail down. You see that? Um, if we are able to create a system, uh, you know, that, that provides, you know, uh, efficient processes, right? Uh, it will take you a single day uh, or five minutes to open, uh, um, to register a business. Uh, here in the U.S., uh, you guys know, uh, you can register a business within five, ten minutes. You can obtain your employer mm -hmm. ID number yeah. within uh, two, three minutes online. Yeah. Uh, you know, those things. So I think the starting point must be analyzing uh, what the process is and making process changes, making the process more efficient. But I want to tell you this. Zambia has made strides, Okay. Maybe the strikes uh, we have made have not been, you know, uh, good enough for the World Bank, but Zambia has made strikes. Uh, Ten years ago, I uh, 
big business in Zambia. It took uh, uh, three weeks to get the business registered, right? Um, four years ago, I, four years ago, I registered the new business. It took one day, one single day. That's how, that's how long it took to get the business registered. Uh, within uh, within three days, because once you register the business with Takra, uh, they they send the information to ZRA. Uh, through nice batch processing. Once that is done, you go to ZRA to get your, your tipping number. So the process has improved tremendously, right? And it should be, sometimes you should be very careful with uh, comparing, uh, you know, ourselves to advanced nations like the U.S. Because the, the, the World Bank, to me, has to be some kind of benchmark, right? Okay, uh, can we compare Zambia to Australia, for instance? The infrastructure is different. The processes are different. The systems are different. So that's 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 unfair, you know, uh, comparison. Can we compare them to Botswana? Yes. Okay. Same region. You know, same similar systems, similar structures. Uh, but yeah, I, I won't go further on this. But I just wanted to tell you guys that the system has improved quite tremendously. Thank you. I would love to agree with, with you. I would love to agree with you, uh, Kelvin. Um, Roger. Yes, if you will recall, when we conducted our district um, profiles, one-pagers, many of mm-hmm. the districts that we visited did not have a bank. So that one place, that's one place where we can start. There should be a bank in those districts because once you have a bank, then you'll have some type of um, resource or a banking mechanism, and you expand from that point. But if you don't have a bank, it's very difficult to to be competitive in the marketing area. So that's one thing uh, we can look at or encourage is to have banks establishing branches in the districts that we covered. Yeah. It, 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 it's unfortunate, Kelvin, uh, your, your line was not very clear. It, it was breaking. I don't know if it's still breaking like, uh, like, like mine. Um, Can you hear me clearly? I don't now? know how technologically advanced you need to be. Here in Canada, I can go to the registry office. I can do my – I can open – in five minutes, everything will be done. Um, in Zambia, Kelvin, I have to go to to Pakra for namesake. That is just one uh, one item for that day. Pakra namesake. Then they have got to go and register uh, to the ZRA, uh, the tax person. Then I have to go and uh, register if I'm going to be doing business with uh, a government. I'm going to register something else. There's a quite number of things we can do. According to uh, this speech, I don't know if you heard it on, I posted on, on, on Facebook. She is saying we, the Africans, need to take up at least one item per, per country uh, where we convince our countries to improve on the ease of doing uh, business because there is no one who wants to come 
Say, for instance, I invite Dr. Patrick. Dr. Patrick, let's go to Zambia. We want to go and do business in Zambia. And then we arrive in Zambia. It's going to take us two, one week to open um, a business. Who wants to do that? Uh, my time is borrowed time. Uh, your time, uh, Kelvin, is borrowed time. We don't have that Roger. much uh, luxury time. So, Roger. Uh, the one other aspect which uh, our African leaders, when we talk to them, um, is the youth unemployment. Roger. Youth unemployment is so high in, in Africa. In the next 10 years, next 20 years, it's going to reach alarming proportions. These things are, go are only going to go down by providing them with uh, employment. And small sectors, small businesses will, will provide this employment. But if the ease of doing business, 50 countries of ourselves, ease of doing business, uh, Kelvin, they are asking you to pay 40 percent interest. They are asking you to pay 40 percent at the border to bring in your machinery. That is not going to help Africa. Who wants to say something? Yeah. That I, is I not yeah, going to help Africa. I'll go after whatever one day go okay. ahead, then I'll, I'll make my point. So, so, so Roger, yeah, you're, you're very right, okay? But what I was talking about was the improvements we have made. We can do far much better, right? Uh, you've uh, uh, spelled out the process very well, right? You do a name search. Why, why can't uh, that happen uh, in two or three minutes? Uh, if I can Google up something in, a, in seconds, why can't uh, I do a name search in seconds, right? We get that fixed. Um, yeah, we get that fixed. When uh, I register the, the company, why should it take uh, 24 to 48 hours to show up in the ZRS system? You see, there exactly. are different, uh, there are different uh, API technologies, uh, um, uh, integration technologies, which can integrate PACRA, the PACRA system, with the uh, uh, ZRS system in real time. Things that are happening uh, at PACRA are showing up at uh, ZRS. You see that? And I don't even have to, right? For a country like ours, I don't have to go from PACRA to ZRA. We can exactly. create a system that automatically assigns me a tipping exactly. based on registering with it, with PACRA. Yes, there's ways to go. There's investment in technology. You see that? That we have not done. But we have to talk about, okay, what kind of improvements have we made? What, what have we achieved? You see that? Then move to the next step. It's not easy. Uh, investment, uh, investing money in some of these uh, technologies uh, is not easy, but we're slowly, <laughs> we're slowly going to get there, you see. If we're going to try to develop at a pace that uh, the World Bank wants us to develop at, we will just uh, confuse ourselves, you see that? Because the World Bank knows some of, them, some of their policies are the ones that have kept us uh, where we are right now. They won't own up. You see, do you really think the World Bank would, would love to see Zambia turn into, into Singapore, for instance? They don't want to see those things. There are things that happen in the background, in the World Bank, in the IMF, that sustain these, uh, these institutions, you see? But I'll let, uh, I'll let my Daniel I talk. agree with that. Thank you. I, I, I agree with, <laughs> I agree with that. S -s -s Somehow, uh, there is these superpowers, uh, Dr. Patrick, 
I, I, I think they, they want to hold us down as much as we, we, we can. However, within, within that 54, we have small jewels, uh, we can call jewels, uh, seashells. They rank on the, on the high. <laughs> I, I don't know. They rank high, seashells. Rwanda is ranking quite high. Uh, Botswana, easy of doing business, is uh, ranking uh, quite high. You can open up a bank and everything is done in, within a, a single day. Uh, so within the African context, uh, it, is, uh, it is there. It is there. Uh, thank you, uh, Roger. <clears throat> uh, you, you said it all 50, 53, 54 countries. 54 countries. Or, or, uh, yes. I mean, we that, rank that's at the bottom. Now. Yes. Uh, when, when we go fishing, uh, we see uh, disorganized uh, chaos. You, you know what a disorganized uh, chaos is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, when, you're, when you're fishing... Is it disorganized chaos or organized chaos? It's disorganized chaos. When you see okay. disorganized chaos... Then we rush there because then we said we're going to get fish. There's, there's something happening, you know. Uh, sure. The reason I'm saying that is, uh, 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 I, I mean, I'm not having problems what are happening, but if we all ranked together, I mean, I've, I've said this, uh, we were the, uh, some of those countries now, they joined us and didn't even have a bank. Before Zambia had a bank, we had good laws and we had. Uh, Structure to 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 follow, but listening mm, to mm, a person mm, like, mm. listening to person like Andrew, uh, or or it's a, she's a Nigerian girl. Uh, I don't know if you have heard of her, Ote, and uh, listen to Andrew. These guys are have traveled. You know, I've have blamed uh, I've blamed uh, uh, the hellier people came to this country for education. And the people have gone to national service. They did not do. They did not do anything. But Andrew from uh, China, he saw something going on. You know, he got on uh, on uh, on his phone or on YouTube. He posted something that uh, was uh, trouble. And if you listen to Andrew, I don't care where you're from, anywhere in the world, this guy with a good is doing this with a good conscience. He's not doing it like. Uh, uh, the uh, what uh, the uh, government media, you know, the, the government media we have in in, in Zambia, and oh. Andrew, just like uh, uh, Nelson shared about, you know, uh, he came after after some times and he said, you know, it felt so good to talk to you guys, and I'm sure Andrew will make a good leader, you know, uh, that's the only thing. Let's let the organ uh, uh, this organized mess going on. But just like uh, the previous uh, speaker, is a is fa- a very thinking person. You know, he goes, he's going with a uh, 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 plan. You know, and there's even yourself sharing about God. It's it's a good sign. Uh, you know, but w- the thing is, let's keep talking about it. But Africa is going to be a place to do business in the future. But don't give it <laughs> yeah, a break. Yeah, you know, okay. We, we, be, be, before we get there, we need to drain the swamp. And uh, when we drain the swamp, <laughs> I don't know if I like. I like to hear. That no, 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 no. Listen, listen, Roger. When we drain <laughs> the swamp, we have something to replace with people we, like. We, we know that term being used in America in a very bad way. 
and uh, I don't know, that's it. No, we need to drain the swamp. The question is, how do we present this case to our governments? They see the logic. Government, you ease, you ease uh, a lot of systems. You are going to allow a lot of people to come and invest here, and a lot of your children will be employed. How do we present this case to our government? The best way to do it, I think, is to lead by example. Because we can, mm, we like can talk about what I like we that. can talk about what yeah we can talk about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. But if we have a, a group of individuals that do it, travel to Zambia, set up a small bank, or encourage the banks here that there are good investments to be made in Zambia in order to do it. They need to have, establish a branch. For example, the goat industry. You, you go to one bank and you show them the business plan and the numbers, and you'll be surprised at how quickly a, a bank will establish a, a branch in a district, and you'll be quick and surprised to learn how quickly the government will be at the table to help. So uh, you have to show the numbers, you have to show the business plan, and you have to show the marketing um, um, perspectives that you've developed. And this is how you get started. Because no one, everyone will invite you to the table if you say we have money. But they, it will take anyone no more than one minute to realize that you don't have money and you're a lot of talk. But if you show up with the money, the plan, and the the investment potential, you'll get a long way. So start small and then expand from that point on. One of the aspects which um, uh, this presenter was talking about is Telling government to get out of the way, uh, allowing uh, businesses to do what they have to do. Um, Dr. Patrick, no, we, 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 we want to do the, the good farm, we want no. to do this, but we would no, like we to don't. tell the government in a nice way to get out of the way so we are free no. to do business. No, we don't. We don't want the government to get out the way until they grease the wheel. You see, in order to get products into the country, get products out of the country, to get the necessary licenses, to get the necessary um, paperwork, we need the government. So it's important to have the government with you at the outset. And once you've gotten the necessary papers, the clearances and the agreements, and the various mechanisms needed to propel your economy, your businesses, your enterprises, then the government should get out the way, but not at the outset. At the outset, we need them. For example, with the goat industry, um, you need the government in order to uh, provide taxes. You need the government in order to um, invest in the industry, to expand it. You need the government to promote the goat industry, not only in the global community, but in neighboring countries. 
So it's important to have them at the outset. And once you have them at the outset, then you can move to the next step. And then step. you start to you tell want... them to scale down on some of the regulations. Uh, tell them. Right. Uh, uh, right. Okay. Okay. Right. I like that. Right. You have to give them reasons to scale down. If if yeah. I'm a government official and you ask me to scale down, I'm going yeah. to ask you why. Why? And you have to give them reasons. But, yes, you need the government. Yeah. It's that, yeah. that old thing, that public-private partnership, <laughs> that's what's needed. That's what's needed. No, we are the members of the diaspora. We, in North America, from Africa, we are estimated to be uh, 39 million. 39 million. And uh, this question is going vis-a-vis the entire continent being down. Uh, They are looking at the diaspora to come and um, improve, improve things. 39 million, Noah. 39 million of us. Are we exerting in, enough enough influence um, as far as probably Dr. Patrick is saying? Are we presenting anything on the table to influence our governments? 50 countries, 54 countries are not doing anything. And we are 39 million, Brother Blair, 39 million Africans living in North America. Why can't we? Yes. Yeah, that's a good uh, perspective. Um, You know, the challenges that we have in Africa uh, have been with us for a long time. So it's important for us to look at the historical perspective also, because when, um, uh, for example, Zambia was founded, BSA, South African British, British South African company, they had businesses uh-huh. in, in in Zambia. They were mining, and I'm sure the ease of doing business wasn't uh, as difficult as it is hard, now. Yes. It was probably much much harder. But they did, you know, set up companies and things happened. So as long as um, there are resources to be exploited, the money and the the, the capital will come. But of course, it's challenging because you need uh, workforce, you need market, you need uh, a well-established infrastructure for the supply chain to work. So the task that we have, circling mm-hmm. back to now, yeah. when we advise our government, mm-hmm. and it goes back to these think tanks that we're trying to create now, where we ask ourselves these difficult questions, and we look at uh, the history of our country and where we are now. The most that we can do, because there are lessons that have been learned. For example, when somebody said let the government get away from the, the picture, I don't think that would be good for us, because we saw, for example, when um, MMD first came into power, they liberalized the market and uh, they even had instruments that were uh, had a 90-day uh, maturity period. And people came in with money, they bought those treasury bonds, went away with money, made a lot of money. So our uh, system requires information gathered from uh, experiences, <laughs> from the best practices that we have seen, 
how, for example, the U.S. market was built. There's been challenges here, even in, in the U.S. Things were mm-hmm. not so great in the 1930s. Things were not so great in the 1940s. But they learned lessons, and then they tweaked their policies to get to where they are. So I would mm-hmm. say the number that we have, the 39 million people, we need to come together and uh, ask ourselves these questions. And at the end of the day, we look at, we dial in on the Zambian situation, for example. Uh, I agree with you, the youth population, that's, it's already happening. We are not even talking five years from now. If you look at all this violence, all these riots, the youth are the majority in the, in the, in the crowd. It's because they are, not in, they are not employed, they are not doing anything. So the problem is already with us. So I would say we need to advise our government with the knowledge that we have. I think making it easy for a small-scale business like the goats, the welding, you know, the little, little things that we know, the desks, you know, things that can can apply to uh, people in Chipata as well as people in Mandevu, in Lusaka, you know, because when we bring in ideas that are, require a lot of money, they may not so work so well because we know our people don't have access to credit. So it's um, small-scale business-friendly uh, policies that we need to uh, advise our government to focus on. They came up with uh, this uh, tax PIN number. Everybody has it. Almost everybody has it. But how do they uh, use that to to the benefit of the idea that they, that they have? If a young man has mm-hmm. ideas to that building desks, how does he use that uh, tax number to access uh, money or material or whatever it is he might need? I think those are the things that we can, um, as a diaspora, help our government. And also, even our resources, I, I always come back to this, the money that we yes. remain. We can channel it to those small businesses. Instead of us buying things from here, we can ask, like our brother uh, from Dallas, if we need wheelchairs, let's ask somebody in Mandevu to, to build a wheelchair. That will mm-hmm. create employment, and we can just supply them the money so that they can you know, pay the electricity bill and buy the materials they need. So those are the things that I think we should begin to dial into and um, begin to advise our, our government to, to focus yeah, into. Yeah, because yeah. I, 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 I like that. I mean, that goes to what Dr. Patrick is saying. Uh, then you go to government, you say, hey, the tariffs here are, are too high. This is what we want to do. Why don't you uh, bring uh, down? Uh, no, no, I say something. 39 million, 39, you well articulated Blair there, 39 million of us. Uh, in the in the in the diaspora, we have a case study we are looking at uh, the the got uh, got um, Kelvin. You are not even in that group. What what is wrong with you? Uh, I think I invited you. Um, that group within ten months has reached ten thousand ten thousand members, and it's still grow, growing. Uh, so thirty nine million of us who are in the in the uh, in the diaspora. Um, Say something. Uh, uh, w- w- what do we bring, say, for instance, to the goat industry, to our friends who are in the in, in the in the in the in the goat industry ba- back home? We who are the diaspora. W- what do we bring to the table, Noah? Yeah, I think thank you, Roger, and thank you, Blair, for sharing. Yeah, I think just I don't want to what Blair said. 
us in the leadership, the association presidents, what we are looking at, of course, is ensuring that we have a database that is operational. Because when you look at the situation in China, the Zambian government is not aware of how many Zambians are out there. So we need to ensure that at least as leadership, leaders in our respective states, we have a system where we know exactly how many people are out there. So that when it comes to emergencies, in this case, like the coronavirus, it being helping our people back on the ground in Zambia, we have to be able to mobilize in real time. Because speaking to your group that you have, over 10,000 people, I mean, that's impressive because I think I remember it was just maybe a few weeks when you came back from Zambia and you mentioned you had that opportunity of coming up with a machine to work on the smoking of the goats and things like that. Yes, and then yes, yes, group was yes. born from there. So it's just impressive that in a short period of time, it shows that a lot of people are hungry for information. So I think it also goes back to us as individuals on this forum right now on this show, we okay. have to make sure that at least we belong to our respective groups or associations so that at least we uh, have a united front when we are responding to some of these issues, especially what is happening in Zambia, because I don't think if when we act individually, of course we may exert a little bit of movement in one direction, but I think when we yes. come as a united yes. group, it speaks volume. Because I'm told, uh, just like the player indicated, the people in Congo, it's the diaspora that helped them. So when we look at that, of course, we always want to have our government in the forefront of some of these things. But I think, what are we doing ourselves? So it speaks to us looking ourselves in the mirror, <clears throat> speaking truth to ourselves, because we have to come to a point where we are able to interact socialize, and relate with one another uh, for one common good, because we are all Zambians. We are far away from home. We all came here trying to look for a better life for ourselves. So when we look at ourselves, some of us have been here for quite some time. We are very well positioned to help, especially even in the coming, uh, I mean, the, the upcoming election in Zambia in terms of sensitizing uh, our people educational material. Those are some of the things that we can uh, work on uh, a plan of action so that at least we are able to do something meaningful on the ground. But I think it starts with us in the diaspora, getting ourselves organized and speaking one voice. And how do we speak Mm -hmm. one voice? Is we work through the local associations that we have. The associations Mm -hmm. may not be perfect, but at least we have a structure that we are trying our level best to coordinate our efforts. So on our ZANUS forum, we have, uh, I mean, a bunch of uh, association presidents across the country, and we are speaking with one voice. Like right now, we've identified the one of the top, I mean, subjects that is affecting most of our people is mental health. So we are working on putting up a conference, working with the leadership across the, the U.S., of course, Zambia Block Talk Radio, uh, most likely sometime in September, we have a very big event and to send invitation to almost everyone to be there. But in order for us to effect any meaningful change, we have to look ourselves in the mirror 
ask ourselves mm-hmm. what are we doing to help our communities where we live. Because yeah. even the good yeah. book says, before you can help someone out there, first remove the speck in your own eyes. Then you'll be able to see clearly that which is in your friend's eye. So in other words, charity begins at home. How can you say you want to help Zambia when you can't help your local community where you live? So those are some of the questions that we have to ask ourselves and we have to find solutions because solutions for Zambia, they start within us and mm. they spread to the communities that we have because people in Zambia, somebody was even asking me, you guys, you're always putting these GoFundMe accounts when somebody dies. What, what, are, what, what is there for us to emulate? You are saying bad things about the government. What are you doing yourself? So those are some of the things that I think we have to be in a position to do something so that at least people can see, oh, these guys, they have it going on. They're doing something productive. So anyway, that's, that's my contribution, gentlemen. Thank you. Well said. I, I mean, Dr. Patrick, the way Noah has, has put it, uh, it's like for me, I should not even be complaining about 50 countries being down under there when 39 million of us are seated uh, in North America, when we have the power to, to do something, something good. Kelvin, we have I the think, power I to think, do something. Yeah, I, yeah, think the we, um, I think another thing that we have to always consider is uh, the 50 African countries that you mentioned only one or two percent in the African in these African countries are playing chess. Many of the brothers and sisters in the African countries are are still playing checkers. And when you when you and the way you find out is whenever you hear of an investment or a potential business, you ask our brothers and sisters, um, where's your business plan? And if they don't have a business plan, but they provide you a business profile, they're still playing checkers. I mean, still playing chess. So that's one thing. You have to play the game world economics. And the world economic game is a business plan. That's Mm -hmm. the only way you can get money, investments, and expansion of your particular business. So that's that's one of the the major um, conflicts that exist is the business plan versus the profile, and and that if if we're able to bring about the the goat farmer conference in, in the United States, that's one one major thing that we'll talk about, and they will walk away knowing how to put that together. And we'll send out advanced information on what's needed with respect to their business plans. Mm. Roger. Yeah. So yeah, uh, let me let me commend the the platform that uh, uh, Noah Blair and you know the other people have created to discuss uh, pertinent issues. I think uh, that's a good idea. Uh, but let me let me let me speak to those numbers, right? Uh, Thirty-nine million in the diaspora. What are you doing? You know, uh, I think this this uh, basically speaks to what I said uh, a week or two ago, 
right? We are we in the diaspora are quick to point a finger at what is happening in Zambia when we ourselves here uh, cannot uh, put anything tangible together. Mm. Uh, we had mm. sentiments by Dr. Kalonde saying, "Why do you want to invest in a country that is corrupt?" Well, China is investing billions of dollars in these corrupt nations, and guess where all the money is going? It's going back to China. You see that? So if we have such an attitude as Africans and Zambians, mm. do you really think? Do you really think uh, we'd be able to bring our minds together for the benefit of uh, these countries? 39 million uh, diasporians, uh, $1 every month, uh, that's $39 million right there if capital is the problem. If uh, knowledge is the problem, we have educated diasporians uh, from Africa who can come together, uh, brainstorm, and create solutions, right? Um, if uh, processes are a problem, again, it's, it's all about knowledge. It's all about the exposure we've, uh, we've attained here. You see, uh, like I said, if it's, uh, you know, raising capital, that should not even be an issue, right? Mm. You can easily raise $39 million every month, $1 per person, right? You can do those things. But guess what? It speaks to who I think we are as a people. We are too individualistic. We are so less trusting of each other, right? Even here on radio, if we said, okay, we have such and such a group, uh, these are you know, the objectives, uh, these are the goals, uh, this is the mission statement, you see that? As soon as we say each person has to contribute $100, people will scamper in all kinds of directions. Why? Because there's less trust of one another. Right, I would rather <laughs> I would rather not risk my hundred dollars than look at the benefits of what this grouping are. You see that, so it speaks to us as a people. There's going to be eighty, ninety, hundred million diasporans from Africa, but as long as there's mistrust, right? The other point is um, people must be able to take risks. Mm. The greatest risk. The greatest risk in life is to risk nothing. Because if you think about it, everything we do is a risk. Yeah. And what is the most scary? What is the most scary thing in life? Dying, right? Guess what? You can die over a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, a cup of water. It can kill you, right? So we must be able to start taking chances, take risks. You see, move from an individualistic point of view to a grouping point of view identify uh, people with uh, you know similar mindset 10 of you come together guys this is what it is you're signing contracts you're doing this you're doing that uh, uh, we, within one year this is the plan we need to accomplish right uh, this is the sector we want to attack so within this one year how much money can we raise what business plan can we put in place what research can we do trust me we need to stop focusing on, I buy this today, sell it uh, the next day, I make money. No, we need to also think long term. Uh, real quick, uh, uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, that, uh, Roger, you probably know, the first two bags of cocoa in Ghana were sold by a former slave. The first two bags, two only, of cocoa in Ghana were sold by a former slave. Where's the cocoa business in Ghana today? You see that? So th that's the kind of thinking we need. We, we, we need short-term, medium-term, and long-term plans. You see? 
Otherwise, it's going to be the same thing. 39 million diasporans, all you do is you point a finger at your government uh, back home, what they, what they are doing wrong all the time. They should have done this, they should have done that, without effecting the real change that uh, you need to effect. Thank you. Let me, let me add on to that with respect to um, risk and risk diversion. If we have a plan, or if Zamia Blog Talk Radio put out there a plan, and it's a well-thought-out business plan, then the, the opportunity should be turned to the listener or the potential investor. <clears throat> and the, the investment should be what you can lose and what you can walk around, walk away from. If you can donate or contribute or invest $2, or $5 without fear that a year from now you're going to lose the $2 or $5, then you're okay. That's the risk you could take. The risk is what you're willing to walk away from. Millions and millions of people risk, take those risks in the stock market. They invest a certain amount of money in a particular stock many of them realize that if the stock go down, you might lose all of your investment. But if the stock go up, you'll multiply your investment. So keep in mind your risk adverse, your risk adversement. And, and based on that, look at a plan, a business plan, and always keep in your mind what are you willing to lose? You may double it, but what are you willing to lose? And that's what you should invest. That way, if you lose it, you will not have any animosity because you knew it's a, an investment. It's a risk. So think <laughs> about that, my brothers and yeah. sisters. Yeah, what are you willing to lose? And everyone answer is, no, I don't want to lose anything. But that's... Um, and I, I, I was talking to someone, Dr. Patrick, yesterday on Facebook. Uh, have you ever seen a business plan with a loss? No one makes a loss on a business plan. Everyone's business plan is a, is, is, is a win. So is That's it right. Of, of, That's of, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, things don't work, uh, don't, don't, don't work that way. That's why, Kelvin, we are pushing our brother player who is uh, on the team who are thinking of are coming up with a, 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 small, a database. Um, whether it is the connections, these people we work with from India, Brother Blair, let's work with them. Just something small. Uh, contribution every month will be small, and then we start to grow. At the end of the year, then we will probably, I know, people would want, we will start saying, oh, we want a plan. What is that money for? That's what Kelvin is going to, to tell you. But mm-hmm. for now, we just want to collect. Say, okay, at the end of the year, we'll probably announce. Anyway, Dr. Patrick will tell us. No, 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 no. It, it is, gentlemen, ladies, those who listen online, uh, when you hear about the numbers, 39 million, if, all of, if we did what we are supposed to do, a lot of the problems, Dr. Patrick, in my view, we have even political problems in Zambia. These people will start uh, in Zambia or in Africa, 
These people, they'll start listening when we go with some serious money like this, 39 million of us. We're just talking about maybe 5 million, putting $10 together. They'll start listening to, to, to us. So the ball still comes back in our backyard, in our lawn. Roger. We members of the diaspora. I just hope this year could be the beginning, Brother Blair, of something, no matter how small, something, and then from it we will we'll grow. Um, Dr. Patrick and I, I will still be pushing. The plan for... For, for, for the gods, like I said, when I did one time uh, a report on, uh, on Africa, the gods, uh, Zambia is not even on the map of the countries who produces. Uh, the highest comes from Ethiopia. Uh, I posted, uh, Kelvin, if you saw that report on, on Facebook, Ethiopia in 2017 exported 72 million worth of goat meat to Saudi Arabia and, uh, and, and Dubai. Uh, Zambia is not on, on, on the map. So the plan, Dr. Patrick, at the end of the day, if we can have maybe 1,000 farmers with 1,000 goats, uh, we can put a lot of people into uh, in, in employment. Uh, good discussion. So we have matching orders, Brother Blair. I'm still coming back to you. We have matching orders. Um, Thank you. We are going to need the resources to put together. You put me on that list as people are willing to contribute uh, so that our, um, our system can go online. Uh, we, want to do, we want to do that as quickly as, as we can. Uh, come September, we'll have maybe our 100 people already online. These are the listed members of the diaspora who have listed uh, to be part of uh, this uh, this project. Okay, so, Brother Noah, what are you having tomorrow? Yeah, so th thank you, Roger. Yes, so in the spirit of uniting our, our people in the U United States, the Zambian mm -hmm. leadership has a radio show, and tomorrow we'll be discussing cancer, breast cancer among our women, because... Mostly the focus of, of our platform or Zanus radio show is to highlight some of the challenges that we in the diaspora are facing. I think this stems from the conference we had in September forming a, a forum that to specifically engage the community and uh, find solutions and answers to the challenges that we are facing. So the... Zambia Block Talk, I mean, the Zanus Forum is focusing on issues that pertain to the United States and issues that affect our people. So in our community, we have two brave women who are actually breast cancer survivors, uh, Miss Irene White from the state of Illinois and also Miss Doreen Grant from the state of Florida. They have agreed to be on our show tomorrow to discuss uh, the process, how, because uh, these are breast cancer survivors. So we'll be discussing breast cancer tomorrow. We encourage uh, our listeners and those uh, listening now to share the good news that at least we want to make sure we sensitize and provide a lot of education because breast cancer, as you 
uh, where it's affecting disproportionately our our people. So we want to make sure at least we are able to disseminate some of this information in the hopes of at least ensuring that our people are very well informed and they can avoid some of these chronic diseases. So breast cancer is what we'll be discussing tomorrow. Okay, well done. Well done. As you discuss this, uh, uh, the challenge I will throw to you as a team, it is uh, on this uh, number we have talked about today, the 39 million, uh, as we discuss all other issues. Uh, Noah, uh, you touched to it, I don't know if it was Kelvin, uh, why we members of the diaspora seem to be very individualistic. This is one project we should focus on. How do we begin to come? Um, OZA, how can I be part of OZA? How can OZA be part of ZANUS? How can ZANUS be part of the African uh, diaspora? We have to find a way of coming together. We have to. It is imperative. Uh, whatever is happening in Africa, whatever is happening, we, the six, the uh, sixth province, is it a sixth state they call us, the diaspora? I think have a lot to. So, gentlemen, as you plan this 39 million people, it's not going to happen tomorrow. You have 100, but have it. Let's have it on our backs of our mind. And of course, what you are dealing with, uh, Noah, is very, very critical. I'm bringing all these uh, elements. So, thank you so much, Dr. Patrick. I'll probably, I'm working this weekend, so when I'm not working, I'll send you some information. We'll start building the, uh, the business plan for, uh, for our project, uh, because according to my research, uh, USAID uh, can help fund what we are doing. Our own government here in, um, in Canada, the Foreign Service, uh, the good thing, those are some of the things they are really helping. Uh, if they can see it, can have um, potential to change uh, the landscape as far as the employment for the youth, those are the things they want to help. So I'll be sending you, Dr. Patrick, information, and then we'll start here uh, cleaning it up. Um, thank you, everyone. Kelvin and your phone. Um, yeah, so we'll link up. But tomorrow probably I'm working, so I'll not be here. But next week I'll be I'll be there um, to help what time, with uh, the. What, what time is the program tomorrow? Uh, it is. Um, oh, the it's at 2 p.m. Like noon my time here, yeah. which is no, 2, 2 p.m. Here. in uh, East Coast. Yeah, it's 2, 2 p.m. Eastern East time. time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, have a good weekend, everyone. Uh, we keep pushing, we keep pushing, we keep pushing. Something will give. Something will give. Have a good weekend.